You are listening to the Conquering Evers podcast. This is episode 16. to the Conquering Evers podcast. My name is Brian Talor, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a bit of your day here with me. Now, if you'd like to connect, if you'd like to interact, there's a couple ways you can do it. Real simple. You could always drop me an email. It's brian at conqueringevers.com. You could download the Podbean app, look up Conquering Evers, and leave a comment on whatever episode you'd like to. Or you could always find me over on YouTube or Facebook. So just search Conquering Everest. It should take you right there. I'd love to interact and engage and find out what's going on in your mind. What kind of topics would you like to hear? So don't be shy. Reach out. Now, today's episode is one you're not going to want to miss. This past weekend, I had the privilege of speaking with Hilda Olson. She is a NLP and Medi Yoga instructor. She resides in Norway. So thank God for the power of the internet that I could connect with her all the way. You know, I'm here in the U.S. and Illinois. But Hilda has a lot of good insights and thoughts into how to heal the body holistically. Now, she's been through a lot. She's been hit by a train. She's been in a car wreck. She's, uh, well, I don't want to give it all away. You're going to have to listen to the interview And uh, believe me, it's not one you're going to want to miss. So let's get right to it. Here's my conversation with Hilda Olson. Hilda Olson, welcome to the Conquering Evers podcast. How are you? Oh, thank you, Brian. Oh, I'm so humbled that you invited me to come. My name is Hilda Olson, and I'm from Norway. I'm 51 years old, and I'm married, and I have two boys. Like, they are 14 and 19 years old. And we met in this um, amazing group, Brian, yes, didn't we? Yep. The Tony Robbins event and the, the group lives on even after the event has, uh, has shut down. And there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting folks and stories out there. And I saw yours and you had talked about uh, meta yoga. And that's what intrigued me uh, and, and wanted to, to talk to you and, and get some more information on that from you. But before we get into that, I know we, we've had a little bit of a conversation and you've had quite a, a life filled with experiences, not always good experiences. <laughs> um, could you just take us back and like what got you what got you into looking into um, meta yoga or and, and then you also mentioned NLP? What was kind of the what led you into that? Yes. OK, Brian, I will try the best I can. And uh, you know the life we are, we are sometimes just hit by the big waves and the small waves. And I, I used to actually tell myself I was lucky, but I was quite unlucky with life uh, quite a few times. Um, and uh, I was 24 years old when my first, I will say my first unluck happened. Uh, I was driving to my school. I was in the university uh, studying to be a teacher. And uh, I was going to the school in the morning. 
and it was uh, a very low sun and it was uh, nearly snowing and I was going to cross a train uh, um, station or what you call uh, mm-hmm. yeah and I was just on the second I could have uh, not been hit by the train but I was uh-huh. Yes, and you're still, but you're still here to t- talk about. It. I mean, I can't imagine what that, <laughs> what that moment in time. <laughs> I as 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 I learned about it, I've I've sat here and tried to imagine what that would feel like, and I just I can't even I can't even fathom what what that must have felt like in that moment. Well, now I'm 51, and I was 24, so we're talking many years right. ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. It was. I was, I was sure I was dying. I was hundred percent sure because uh, the the train in the front of the train uh, got stuck in my mm. car. So I was uh, transported like twenty meters in my car, and the train was on his on the mm. rails. So I was in my car, and I saw this guy and gigantic. Uh, machine uh, in front of me and I was like oh my god I'm not going to survive this one not at all right. what was the healing process like I imagine you know you did you spend uh, a lengthy time in the hospital or no so here is the the strange story so what happened that it was I crawled out of my car and I didn't have any 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 hmm. wounds the only thing that happened it was i was cut in my face so i was bleeding a lot from my face but for in my thoughts i i was like how are my teeth yeah. <laughs> teeth i was like oh my god oh my because it was so hard on on the body so i walked out and this is so many years ago and you can't believe what happened the ambulance didn't come really wow nope. There was one fire, uh, fire, um, like fire truck or, yeah. Yes, and it was uh, police. Okay. So, what happened? Well, they couldn't actually believe that uh, the person inside the car survived, and then they saw this little girl come. I'm, I'm quite small, and they saw this little girl crawling out of the car. They couldn't believe wow. it, and. Well, I was not taken care of. I was transported right to the police station. Oh, wow. So I was in this police station. Uh, I have never done anything wrong in my life. And I was told that this was very, very um, dangerous what I have done. And I will probably have to go to, to law. Huh. So it's- and I was like, what? Yeah. seems a little backwards. <laughs> and I was just, I could, well, some, this was the, this is the story. So I was then sent home and I didn't have a car. Of course, it was totally broken. So I had to, I, I can't remember actually how I got back to my home. I, I don't know. I can't remember. But my father, he came and he said, we have to go to the hospital. Because you, this is very serious what happened to you. And from then, my life changed. 
my health got worse and worse. And at the same time, my father, my beloved father, who he got Alzheimer's at the same time, the same year and everything. So everything I had to focus on was my father. I could not take care of myself, actually, because I was like, he was young. He was just 53 years old. Wow. So I was like, I'm going to save him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save him. So I didn't listen to my problems, my my health or my body. When did you, when, when did that come back? Because I imagine there was a time or a period when it, yeah. it, it came back and probably hit you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yes. Brian, you are so clever. Of course it did. When we, when we do not listen uh, in words and listen to what our mind and body says, it's going to hit mm. you. You're going to get it back. And yes, it did. In, so it was about, uh, let me see, five years, six years later, uh, I was just in, uh, having a shower and I fall down mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. And it was not anxiety. It was the the house and everything was spinning around like in thousand degrees. And I couldn't move. I couldn't stand up and I could nothing. I couldn't do nothing. And and then I was got to the hospital and they found out I had this virus on the balance nerve. I don't know in English, but this is a diagnosis in Norway and when you get this, you cannot walk. You cannot do nothing. Like a vertigo, I think we might call it maybe vertigo yes. here, what we call it here in the U.S. Yes. And it was hard, hard struck vertigo. Yeah. So I, for three years from then, I had to learn how to walk again. And I had to learn a lot of things. Almost like starting over, like wow. when you're... You're starting to walk, yeah. So it took me three years. I was hanging on from in my physiotherapy room. I had to hang on this, how do you call it? And you do the neck uh, and the balance. Oh, yeah. And... Um, maybe, oh. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's it's. I'm losing what it's called too, but kind of like uh, yeah. probably had you in a harness and like balance beams and things like that. To... Yes, core, some core mm. training. And I and this was my job for three years. So it what what it was very hard. So I tried to live again, and I tried to just oh I didn't listen. I still didn't listen, wow. Brian. I was like, oh, come on, the world wants something from me. The expectation, come on, Hilda, you have to work harder. You have to have a career. You have to be strong. All these expectation that we all think are important. Yeah. So I didn't listen. And then I got um, paralyzed all on my left body. So I had no chance walking. Not, not forever, not so ever. And then in 2013, then the big wave, the huge wave hmm. came and it was a heart attack. Hmm. And then I was 43 years old. So I was young. Yeah, that is really young for a heart attack. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a petite little woman. So I was not overweight. I was like, 
and they could not understand what could how could this happen to this woman and the doctors and everything they were i was i was so unlucky but i saved my life again mm-hmm. So I was uh, uh, in the ambulance on the operation table, and they saved my life. So this, and, and so you were twenty four, did you say, when you got hit by the train, or early twenties? Yes. And then, then your father, you you had to take care of your father for a few years, and then you had about yeah, ten years. It sounds like in your thirties that maybe. A, you were trying to live up and get to those worldly expectations that everybody expects out of us. And then that, it sounds like that. With a sick body. With a sick body. Yeah, so And I got all these diagnoses. I have the TM. I have ADS, Ehlers-Danlon Syndrome. And I have T, like I I had to operate my jaw. And all this because of the accident. Did you have, so... I would imagine, especially after something like the train, um, are you familiar with like PTSD, post-traumatic uh, stress? Well, yes, I am now, but uh, n- no one ever, ever was in that direction with me. But of course, yeah. of course. But in this system, I was not, um, be- I was not taken yeah. care of. So what happened after my heart attack? Oh my God, now is the worst case ever. <laughs> I was, I, I thought in my mind I was quite clever because I have this high education and everything and I could uh, uh, no, uh, take care of my, um, my um, uh, mental mm-hmm. health. But really, I... After a heart attack, the worst thing ever happened. I was diagnosed with panic attack. And literally, life stops. Yeah. If you know about anxiety, if you know about panic anxiety, you know the life. You. Oh, my God. This was, this was the hardest part in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and I know where you're. I, as somebody who has suffered from them in the past, I, 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 I totally understand where you're going or coming from with that. And I know there's a lot of people out there that they probably haven't been diagnosed. I know there's a lot of people that probably they just shut down and they don't understand what's going on. I didn't. I, that's true, Brian. Because what happened was I, I didn't get the diagnose right away. I was so sick. Yeah. So if I went in the shower, I was like, I'm going to hmm. die. I'm going to die. And I looked down in my, at my legs and they were all blue. No, hmm. it was not. They were not blue. But in my mind, everything was blue. And if I was, so the only thing I could do, I could get up. I had to get up in the morning with my husband and my children. And I had to turn the TV on. And I sat in front of the TV like 10, 14 hours every hmm. day. Because if I turned the TV off, I was going to die. You needed, I was going you to needed die. some sort of distraction to take you away from your thoughts, it sounds like. To... And I couldn't believe yeah. it. That like, like 
my brain, I have read about it. I have seen people. I felt for others who had this strong anxiety. And then I got it myself. It was unbelievable for me. So it, so I was, I'm going to tell you, I was in the, um, how do you say any, um, not the hospital, when you call the 911. Uh, yeah, like emergency yes. room or, yeah. Oh, yes. I called it so many yeah. times. I was breathing like, <laughs> now it's got, oh no, it's starting again, it's starting again. Calling 911, hello, this is Hilda. I need to come. And they were, they were like, okay, you have to come. <laughs> and I did go and I was not having a heart attack. Right. I was having an anxiety attack, but I didn't know about it. I didn't know what it was. And it took six months before I got, and then I got a telephone call from um, from uh, a doctor. And he said, hello, is your name Hilde? And I said, yes, yes. I thought he was going to call me and say I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I and then he and I said, yes, yes, this is it. And he said, oh, I got some papers from your uh, doctor. But I can't understand. It's just three lines. <laughs> and he says something about you having a heart attack and feeling um, uh, terrified. And I started crying. I was like, yes, this is me. I am terrifying now because you are calling me. And from then I got help. Okay. So I was, I, I, I got a very excellent person. He was so um, smart and he had a big heart. (laughs) So he had both. And at the same time, I started my higher degree in coaching and, and I found a lot of solution in the theory, in the reading. And I was feeling uh, like I was healing myself by reading. And after these two years, uh, I found out that I I heard about NLP. And that's neurolinguistic programming. And that was transformal for me. Then I knew... I could not live the life I had been living. Right. I knew it. With uh, so I had. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I had to really transform myself to be another one, yeah. another person, or a whole new one. For for those that might be listening that are not uh, familiar with NLP, do you have? Um, are you? Can you provide just like a a high level of what that what that is or what that entails in a person's life? Yes, it's about how your language uh, affect you with your emotion mm-hmm. and your thoughts. And when you can recognize some feelings, then you can be, uh, start to uh, understand how you're going to think about when you can feel the same feeling. And when you feel it, 
you can start talking with this kind of feeling. Okay, okay, I can feel anxiety. It's something happening. So you can recognize this. And then you learn how to um, uh, transport yourself to to, to, uh, think differently and speak differently. And then you will... And then you will, at some point, you will understand that you are so much more than you think you are. You are capable. You are strong. You are powerful. You will find the resources inside. And the NLP, we we have to go back to the when we were children. But we're not like psychology because then you really dig in the bad areas. We go back to the young, younger us, and then we find um, the resources that really made you the the loving person, the happy one, the joyful uh, Brian, the the great Brian, the powerful Brian from when he was like two years, three years. And then we build these stones on top of each other. And then we are at this moment living right now. So how can I, with all this knowledge I know about from I was younger, how can I transport and transform this to be me in a higher level? Yeah. And so NLP, we should really learn it in kindergarten. So it sounds like you're... When you when you're a child, you know, depending on the age, you're you're really kind of fearless because I see that in in youngsters yes. all the time. They they'll climb the trees, they'll jump off of you know uh, stairs, and they'll do all kinds of crazy things that in in yeah. our adult minds we're like, whoa, don't do that, you're gonna hurt yourself. And then I so that then the the worldly what I call worldly programming starts to kick in. You you start people tell you don't do that you might get hurt so then that instills fear yeah. and 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 so really we we kind of get programmed to whatever beliefs we have right now in our current time have been programmed into our mind and they're not always healthy exactly. yeah so and and we are told we are told you are not mm-hmm. good enough we are told uh, uh i don't believe in you we are we are told that you because you look like this you cannot do like right. this, and all these are the beliefs that we think we are. And I thought, because of my illness, because of my story with sickness, even though I was an educated teacher and everything, I believed I was nothing. Yeah. I believed that I was a mom. I had to be the mom because I had my children. But I was so much more. But I all forgot about it. And when I changed this uh, thinking and I knew, oh, my God, I'm possible. You are possible. And all when we all can do things greater together, we are going to be a better world. Yeah. And for me, uh, NLP was extremely important. And when I did my master NLP, 
my mentor, she said. Listen, Hilda, I think you need to learn how to breathe better. I was like, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm breathing, I'm alive, uh, I, I really survived a heart attack. So I was like, what are you talking about? She said, I think you need to go and try a course with Medi Yoga. It's called, it's Medi Yoga, it's medical yoga. And I was not into meditation or this like, woohoo. This was not my kind of world. I was a te- um, practical, theoretical woman. And so I was like, oh no, oh, this is for this yoga. Right. <laughs> I, I know people can recognize oh, yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've about. had conversations with people about meditation and they kind of the same thing. Like, no, that's, you know. Uh, not right. for me, <laughs> but I I was struck with humble and love, and my tears. I mean, immediately when I tried it, my tears just fell down. I was like, "Hilda, you can let it mm. go. Just let it go. Just be here. Be here now." Because the past, we cannot do anything about. Right. The future, we don't know anything about. So the only thing we know is just here. Right. And here is all about the breathing. And if we go back to what you said, Brian, about being young and being a child, when they breathe, they breathe with the whole body. They breathe with they breathe with the nose all in and they pull the stomach out and then they when they release the air they 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 press the stomach in. But what do we do? The uh, adults right. people, you and me Brian <laughs> and all these all the world, almost all right. the world. What do we do? We breathe with the mouth open. Yeah. And we go, and when something is happening or when we are excited or sad or happy, we are breathing the wrong way. So I had to learn how to breathe properly. And this is amazing. This is, I I hope one person is listening and thinking, oh my God, what's she talking about? I, I want to know about this breathing. Yes. So the breathing is, this is how you can live a better life. What, so what does um, Meta Yoga entail? Is it, is it, I, we know it's the breathing, but is it also the, the movements, the repetition that people know of yoga? So kind of mind, body, and. Yes, it's true. Uh, is uh, you have your eyes closed in one hour. And that's for many, oh, how am I going to do this with my eyes right. closed? Yes, you are. Because you don't have to do anything. You're not going to perform anything. You're not going to be good at anything. You're not going to achieve anything. You're just going to breathe. You're just going to relax. You're just going to be calm. And you're just going to do the travel inside. You travel inside you 
into your heart. And when we can catch the heart, when we can really um, f- understand what is about my heart, we have five meters, the heart energy goes out. So five meters, Brian, is your energy by your heart. Hmm. So can you imagine when we are in a room? Yeah. What the heart can do when we are willing to give love and when we take the the choice of giving love because it's a Mm -hmm. choice. We can choose fear or we can choose love. It's so simple. I mean, I really mean it. We have two options in life. Choose fear or love. And with this breathing... You will, in about three minutes, you can get from anxiety level down to calm level. And some of the um, exercises, all these exercises have been in a lot of studies, for in medical studies. So all the exercises are put together. So you get a massage on your inner organ and you, your, your, your thoughts will pass they will just go away like clouds and when you then you do the breathing in this way because we do all the breathing by the nose so close your mouth (laughs) and do now with me five breathing with in with the nose and out with the nose Yeah, right. Yes. Definitely feel your shoulder. Like at least for me, I can always tell when something's kind of uh, the relax when my body is finally ready to relax because my shoulders will release and drop. And because I, I carry all my stress up in my shoulders and jaw, and uh, so I can when I can feel that. And it's true. I mean, because when we talked the other day, we had a quick conversation, and you, we kind of did the same thing with the nose, finger on the side of the nose, pushing in, breathing in from your left nostril, and it was kind of the same thing rather quickly. I went from feeling tight and tense in my shoulders and jaw to being very like at peace. Wonderful. So it works quick. And I'm going to give you just, I have to give, I have to give because in my world, sharing is Mm -hmm. caring. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you breathe in with your nose, you pull your stomach out, not in. Okay. Stomach out. So. In with the nose, out with the stomach, like a big balloon. And when you release, the stomach goes in. And this is telling the mind, just this exercise, is telling the mind, don't worry. Why are you thinking about this? What are you doing? Why are you, come on. Just this exercise. And we have tons of it. Now, I've heard um, in the past, I've heard people talk about toxins in the body, and we carry a lot of that in our breath. And because we don't breathe properly, um, we don't fully release the, and when I say toxins, I guess it'd be more of like a like a gas or something that, that that's within our body. Did, 
do you have any insight into like what what does what what does the breath contain? Does it contain anything? Oh, you mean uh, yes. Uh, and when we breathe with the nose, we have this filter. Yeah. So when you have your mouth open and you breathe with your mouth open, you get all the toxin straight in your lungs. Yeah. Nothing there to. So I'm giving you something very important now. So when you close your mouth and you do the breathing by the nose, it, it's going through this big filter. Like a, this filter in the nose is big like a soccer game. Soccer game. Like field? <laughs> yeah. Field, yes. It's, it's quite big as this. And when we, when we pull the oxygen through the nose, it filters and then it, it's going to give us the, the oxygen to the cells in much healthier way. And even when you breathe this way, you have like, uh, I don't remember in the percentage, but uh, you will have the oxygen to your brain. Okay. So all so yes, you are into this toxic and all this stuff, and and we know all about the lungs and the heart and all this with the breathing. We have uh, with these studies, we have like uh, like M M S patient, like Alzheimer patient, cancer, all all these um, patients, patient, mm-hmm. yep, patient, yes. Uh, they feel different when they do the program of Medioga. And we can see also in the result by the st- statistic that the breathing is ge- letting go of so much toxin. Yeah. And the skin is the, the, the biggest organ on our right. body. And, and then you will sweat. Uh, but it's not... Uh, Medioga is very, very quiet. Okay. You're not going to lift up your legs or not, right. nothing. <laughs> what is it? Is it a, uh, is it something that you would practice every day? You, you want to incorporate daily into your life? Uh, is there like. For me, okay. yes. So today I did a, very, a, a, a program called uh, relaxing and uh because I had this, yeah, I told you in the before the interview, I was not sleeping yeah. well tonight, <laughs> so I had to do this program, and I felt it, yes, because there's also a meditation in the end of every program, okay. and then there is different meditations. What is so? I I hadn't really heard of meta yoga before. I mean, I've, I was familiar with yoga and meditation. And and before I saw your uh, post out there in the group, I, I wasn't real familiar with it. If somebody wants to learn more about it, what I mean, what's the best course of action there? Oh, excellent question! Because I know that the school I went to in Norway is called Medioga Norway. They launched in the United States. But I'm not sure where. I'm not sure where about because I'm not owning this school. I was just a student. So I don't know. But they could take contact with me or you, Brian, and I can try to help. Um, 
they can also see my web me, my um, website, but it's in Norwegian. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> good, good opportunity um, to learn another language, I guess. So, but <laughs> but I think if you go to Medioga mm -hmm. USA. I think maybe it's yeah, there. Yeah, I did do a search real quick uh, of just Medi Yoga, and uh -huh. I've got us.medi, M-E-D-I, yoga.com, and there's an about and everything you can read on that. So uh, I'd have to do a little bit of reading, but it, it, it does look like there's there's lots of different, of course, YouTube and, and different uh, avenues that you could read or learn up about it well, yes or they can come to my i have a little group in in facebook if they i have some because the language is no language mm -hmm. because we're 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 just breathing right. so if if i do if i show the exercise on the video they they understand they yeah so so the I guess a big question that might be be asked is is there's um you know you've been you went through a lot you had a lot of mountains to conquer uh <laughs> over the years and then then you discovered this how would you def just define the change in your life like what do you see now in your life that wasn't there let's say 15 years ago excellent question I see self love and uh it's that's the the best um thing that ever happened because then I can be the whole yeah. me then I can be love to you I can be love to my children and my friends and I don't care anymore what other people think or say about right. me and for me, just 10 years ago, that was all that mattered was like, oh, my God, what she will going to see, what what he going to say, what they going to say and how. So for me, this system is so important because then you can live the life maybe you're dreaming yeah. of when you don't have to worry so much about other people, what they think or say about you. Yeah, and we we tend to get that's the one of the biggest things I, I think we as humans in general, no matter where you're at in the world, you know you're you're taught from a very young age that there's a an expectation, there's a bar that's been set really high, and if you don't reach that bar, you're not good enough, uh, or if you don't follow yeah. a certain path, you're not good enough. So a lot of us forget how to love ourselves, and we just we. Yeah we push ourselves to the brink of, you know, health issues or, <laughs> you know, mental yeah. health or physical health. What I'm... And you know the part, uh, when you, for example, you have heart, so, um, heart not, not heart attack, but heart mm -hmm. ache, like you're, you're, let's say like this, you have a father and you want him to love you and he, he, he doesn't show you the love and and all this just keep going through the years and years and your heart mm. is going to be so affected because you don't love yourself. Right. It's not about your daddy or your mommy or it's you. Mm -hmm. And this is what makes us sick. 
because we are longing for all these people to see me, hear me, love me. And if you love me, I can do more. And if you know, if we can stop and understand that you are enough for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, it's impossible. I'm going to, I'll go out on a limb and say it would be impossible to make everyone <laughs> love you there. You're <laughs> always going to have somebody that, that doesn't um, see you in, in, in a, in a positive light or for whatever it is. Cause I, I know as people are out there trying always. to help people, there's always, there's always somebody there to try to knock you back down because they don't, they don't want to buy into it. Um, but my mission and vision is totally yeah. clear. And this was how this never I saw this. I, I even didn't talk this language yeah. before. But everyone who meets me is going to know about opportunity and hope. Yeah. There are solutions. There are uh, choices you can make that will change your life. And, and my, my vision is that we all on this, all people on this planet, oh, can have just a tiny, tiny bit of self-love. Mm. And then they, then they will let go. They will let go of so many worries and unhappiness. And they will find this greatness in small things in life like oh today there was sun outside i i know this sound for many that like oh no don't talk this language <laughs> yes we have to talk this language yeah. because the these small tiny pieces you can see every day like oh today i made this excellent podcast i'm so happy with myself so every day you do this exercise and tell yourself, wow, wow. Today I'm, I was smiling on, uh, when I went to the shop and the lady stopped and talked with me. I feel so great today. Yeah. And when you put all these feelings and experience every day, you can just, I usually, I usually say like this, under each stone you will find a piece of diamonds. Yeah. And each, pe every people we meet, everyone have something great. Right. Everyone. I mean it. I really, really mean it. Yeah, and I, I agree. It's, and, it's, and I think that's one of the hardest things for any of us to, to get over is, is, is understanding what we have to offer in this world. Because uh, for me personally, there's plenty of years of my life that I didn't feel like I had anything to offer. And it wasn't until I finally um, started making positive changes in, in my life, the way I was thinking, the way I was reacting, yeah. what I was consuming uh, on mm. a day-to-day -day basis. And, and I mean, it's still a work in progress, right? I mean, it's, I, you know, oh, I yeah. think it's, it's something that never ends. Forever, forever. So what I'm kind of hearing here, and I want to make sure that uh, I'm understanding right is so like NLP it sounds to me like NLP and meta yoga kind of go hand in hand in what they they offer person yeah. um the the neuro neuro linguistic programming that is really yeah. centered around your self-talk it sounds like it's what 
are you waking up grateful? Are you waking up thinking about yes. the positive aspects of your life rather than the negative aspects and learning how to um, train yourself to find? But we are also in the NLP. You, we we see things we never seen before. It's a pattern okay. because we are we are like animals. Right. We and the brain is the is so stupid. Our brain is stupid. <laughs> so, so you have to come on. Yeah. You have to teach it. Because the brain is going to go like the hamster wheel. It's going, oh, oh, I'm gonna do the same thing every day. Yeah. So you have to you have to make it stop. And the NLP learns learn uh, teach us how to see things in different perspectives. Right. So, okay, if I handle, if I do this choice, how, how, what will the outcome be? And what, what if I choose this one? How can my life change from this? Mm-hmm. And, the, and we talk a lot about the intention, uh, the intention, mm-hmm. intention yep. behind uh, an action. Yeah. You understand yep. what I'm no, saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there are a so, lot of books and a lot of things, you know, a lot of um, avenues of learning for NLP out there because that's been around for for quite a while. Oh now. yes. And uh, yeah, Richard Bandler been for uh, how, how many years? I don't, I, mean, I think he's 40, 40 45. Yeah. And uh, Tony Robbins, his uh, his journey started with NLP. Yeah. Yeah, when I think of the kind of the big names out there in in personal development, I, I know Tony Robbins was the first one I can think of as I think back in history that really um, talked about NLP. I remember it being talked yeah. about, but I hadn't really learned a lot about it, and I've I've dabbled in it time to time. But um, and there's a lot of in the NLP you will find the thousands of techniques. Yeah. And it's powerful, powerful. So that so the NLP will help you kind of get your thoughts and uh, emotion. emotion thoughts. Yeah, you get those kind of centered and in, in, in where you want to be. And then the meta yoga side of it, now you're healing your body, you're healing your mind, you're healing yes. your heart, healing your lungs, yeah. you know, things like that through the breathing, yeah. um, the relaxation yes. that comes with breathing. Oh, yes. I, uh, one thing I hear... All, all the time I hear you. (laughs) I've had conversations with a lot of people and, and, and I, and I, I really strongly dislike it when they say, well, I don't have time for that. And it's like, no, you you don't have time not like (laughs) you're going to pay now or pay later in time. You know, you're either going to take an hour now and, and learn to breathe properly, learn to settle your mind or, um, in you know five years from now when the panic attack set in the depression sets in you're going to be off the grid for six months you know whatever the case may be but um it's a great tool for anxiety both nlp and um uh, and the medioga because uh, the breathing is extremely important in anxiety and uh and um, and the questions in the NLP, it helps you uh, understand how the brain needs working. Like, like okay, you take an elevator, 
and you and you and you are on skiing and you take the ski elevator and you're sitting on the elevator and you go, oh my god, what am I doing yeah. here? And then anxiety starts. Yeah? Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you smiling. Then the questions that smart is like, okay, what do I need now? Right. In this moment, what do I need? You can't jump from the ski elevator. Right. <laughs> then you're going to die for sure. So what do I need now? I need to come. How can I come? Oh, my God. I don't know. Yes, you know. So what more do I need? And then you can ask the question 10 times. What more do I need? You have to answer. I need to... Uh, look at the trees so I will not uh, make my anxiety go higher level or something. Then you ask again and again and again. And then you will feel you have the wider perspective of the anxiety. Right. The, the rational brain starts to kick in a little bit and you, know, you yes. realize you're not, even though your brain is trying to perceive something as a threat, it's really not that big of a threat. Yes. Because there are no really threats in life, uh, in our life. We are uh, in this life on yeah. earth. We, we, we have very few threats. Yeah. So it's, as far as if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, um, I know you mentioned you had a Facebook page. You have a website, but yeah. the website is, is, is not in English. No. <laughs> so is, how about the Facebook group? Is that something that people from the U.S. could yeah. uh, do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some already. There are some, and I uh, try to translate some of the text mm-hmm. in English. And so, yeah, great. Be you're so welcome if you have want to see. And there you can also see some of the uh, the exercise in media. Do you know offhand mm-hmm. what the name of that page is? So I'll link everything in the description yes. as well. Medi Yoga Hilda. Medi Yoga Hilda. Okay. And we'll we'll have yeah. this. I will send you. I can send you, Brian, and then you can, uh, if if anyone asks, you can. Uh, they are so welcome, and and you as well. How yes. about email, or is there uh, besides Facebook? Is there another way to get a hold of you? Instagram, email, Facebook. I have an Instagram. It's called Medioga Hilda okay. as well. Yeah. All right. So we got. But there is mostly pictures. Mostly pictures. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, very good at this social media, but my my uh, Facebook is quite okay. All right. Uh, but I'm trying now uh, to find out if I can make a course yeah. on Kayabi. Kayabi, have you heard about the platform Kayabi? No, Kayabi? I haven't. I'll have to look at that one. I've heard of uh, no. Udemy and some of those other ones, but yeah, probably it's different in the United yeah. States. So I'm just I'm not so technical. So I'm trying now to. I'm 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 thinking about oh maybe I should offer a course in English, right. so they can just put a, push a button, yep. and then get the the programs is because we have start package one, mm-hmm. two and three, and this takes five weeks with each package. Okay. So so when you keep on doing it, you will just be calmer, healthier, and feel great and you will and then you will just oh i'm I'm gonna conquer this world (laughs) and that's such a good feeling when you finally get to that that's that space in your life where you're ready to instead of being the 
uh, at least for me, and the way I describe it is instead of being the coward, I now become the conqueror. I, I'm no longer Whoa. afraid. Yes. I, if, 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 and, and I live by this, this model. If it, if it scares me, I'm going to do it. And Perfect. so I've, you know, and, and now you, and now you can do it with yeah, the breathing. Yeah, learn the breathing. Cause it, I know I, I, I do carry a lot of anxiety, uh, even though it's not as outward as it used to be, and it doesn't impact my life uh, in, in the negative no. fashion. I still can feel the tent, the tension in my muscles. So, uh, I, and we are now in the world of the pandemic. Yeah, never stuck at home. Yeah. And yeah, there's so. And I even got the COVID-19. Oh, man. So yeah. just another thing to add to that list of uh things to overcome but <laughs> oh, you've overcome a lot you've you've really come come a long we way all, we all have stories brian yeah. and we all have overcome so much yeah. but in the moment you're sharing your story that's when yeah you're growing and you're helping people to grow yeah i agree help helping giving back is so rewarding it's it's just doing something for the sake of doing it to help others that has a healing aspect of uh, in its own self and you bringing me on your show that's so caring i need to just say thank you thank you so much i feel honored and blessed and and i know you're a you're a giver yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show for sure because it was just kind of a a random thing where I, I I saw your post and and I reached out and we were able to make <laughs> this happen. So, um, and I'm thankful for it because it's you know I I know of, I don't know all my listeners. I I don't I don't get to meet them all face to face or hear their stories, but I'm sure there's there's somebody at least somebody out there that's that's going through uh, a heck of a time oh. and. and learning how to breathe and, and this is kind of their introduction into that world i think they're uh, whoever that is that the world's about to change as soon as they uh grab a hold of this and make this a part of their day so oh thank you from my heart brian to your heart because of you are thinking about other humans that could uh, sh- take their shoulders down mm-hmm. and just know i, I am enough i'm gonna i'm gonna be okay yeah Great words. All right. Well, we're kind of approaching time here. So uh, I just, I do want to say thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, I will, uh, you'll send me the links. I'll make sure I incorporate them. And if anybody wants to reach out to you to learn more about Meta Yoga, uh, we'll, we'll make sure they have the avenues to do that. And if you, Thank you. If so you much. do get that, when when you do get that course established, let me know because I'll uh, like to have you back on the show and we can talk about it. And introduce... oh, I will, I will do it. I am. Um, maybe you can help uh, me. Maybe, Brian. yeah, that's that could be. I, I'm a little technical here and there, but okay. <laughs> All right. Bless you so much and have a wonderful evening. Thanks you too. And there you have it, my conversation with Hilda Olson. She was a great guest and. You know, how often do you stop to think about how you're breathing? You know, are you breathing through the nose? The nose is a, a filtration system, right? Are you breathing through your mouth? Are you bringing in the toxins, the dirt, the who, the pollution? Who knows what? And just the thought of, you know, take toxins, take pollution out of the mix and just think about the breath and how the breath can help control the mind and the body. I've been a big advocate of of meditation for a long time now and you know i can 
I can certainly tell you that when I sit in a quiet space with no distractions and, and, and I and I meditate and I'm breathing through the nose and out through the mouth, shoulders drop, muscles relax, five, ten minutes a day, that's all it takes. And then the rest of the time as you're walking around, think about that. Make sure you're breathing through your nose. Give yourself, you know, fill those lungs and, 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 and breathe out those toxins. So, well, that's going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, stay tuned because I've got another great guest lined up. You're not going to want. Make sure you follow this podcast. Make sure you subscribe. You, we've I've got several guests lining up, and they all bring a different piece of the puzzle to the table. You're not going to want to miss future episodes. So until next time, make sure you aim high, be courageous, and go do amazing things.